Welcome back to Bitch Call Your Sponsor. I'm Sam. And I'm Misty. Hello. Hello, Sam. Shall we do our primary purpose? Yes. Our primary, Our primary purpose, purpose is for Misty and Sam to grow their friendship and maybe help others. So the topic that I am bringing to us today is wisdom. Uh, oh. And I have a definition here. The quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. Um, and the reason why I think the stuff that's been coming up for me this week is, you know, the elder statesman, statesman versus the bleeding deacon. Mm. Um, or, you know, the long timer versus the old, crusty, old timer. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, as I grow in my sobriety and in recovery and on the spiritual path, I have been capable of uh, being like the grumpy or, you know, the why and like how to stay the ba balanced, you know. Um, I see it in others more so than I see it in myself. Um, and I think through the lens of like humility and kn knowing oneself and honest with oneself is there's a clear distinction, you know. Um, so I'll leave it there and see if anything's resonating for you. Well, I mean, we're talking about wisdom, so <laughs> of course. <laughs> Where do I begin, Sam? Um, I really, really like this topic. The first thing I thought of was this woman in Dallas at one of our meetings. And her name, I really want to say her last name, but I won't. Uh, she's passed on. But she used to say her mm -hmm. first and last name. I'll just say her first, which was Joanne. Mm -hmm. And she had so much time. And we all came in there all new. And she would tell this really colorful story. And by the way, she was just just this elegant gray-haired woman in her late 70s just tell these colorful stories she had so much time we were all just obsessed with her and what she would say in the meetings is you only go through the steps one time you never do them again and so we were doing these step workshops and she was you know criticizing everyone this is so silly why do you do this you only go through the steps one time you don't ever go through them again and then she decided to take one of those workshops and she said she got so much out of it and she got her chip that year and said, you know, I can't believe I've been saying in here for the last however many years, you only go through the steps once and I got so much out of it and I'm glad that I like, you know, did that. And I think that's the difference between a bleeding deacon and a long timer is that you're willing to question, you're willing to ask yourself questions, you're willing to do something new, you're willing to like, think that you may not know everything. Wow, I love this story. And RIP Joanne or Joanna, whatever her name is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that it's, 
I mean, for me, I guess that's like, it's like humility. It's like this honesty and it's the like, because I can get to that point of, oh, I know. I know how to get sober. I know what you need. You know, like I can get, I know my experience. I don't know what and what has worked for me thus far. I think I do at least. <laughs> and uh, some of it is still questionable, right? And so it's like, I think it's where where it's I know versus this is my experience is mm. like a clear distinction, you mm. know? That is so good. And, you know, when I was out there drinking, they called me Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. That was <laughs> that was my nickname. And you, you and I have talked about how I'm such a bull in the china shop. And I'm in that phase right now where right now I know everything. Why don't people listen mm. to me? I have all the answers. And mm. what I know now about the past and my experience with this phase, and that's why I always say I get the right to change my mind two years, two minutes, two weeks from now because I know that it's evolving and changing and whatever I think I know I don't know and you know it's like it's like thinking it's like being in a dirt just a dirt circle right you're in a dugout mm. dirt circle that you do with your hands and you're sitting there going I'm in the biggest cavern in all of the United States you know, versus like being in the Grand Canyon mm. and saying, I'm in the biggest cavern in all of the United States. Like, and even then, mm. maybe you don't know. That's what it is. And I had four months and I had scooped out a hole in the earth, stood in it and said, I'm in the biggest hole in the United States. I totally identify with that. <laughs> I remember sharing with, I don't know, and I know time is not a tool, and it's also, you know, I guess I guess the reason why I actually brought this up was because I, I remember, okay, so two things. One is I remember, I, I don't know, I had two years, and I knew everything, you mm -hmm. know, but I, I, I was like landing like I didn't, I was still curious, <laughs> but in my brain, I was like... I'm gonna I I'm gonna teach. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you like this is a recovered individual, oh you know, and this is how I did it, and I can help you. You're welcome. Right? And <laughs> um I guess I found myself the one thing that I I found myself remembering in my share one of my shares this week was that the long timers there's so much wisdom and after it was after I was hearing people share and then I was like, Oh no, wisdom can come from anywhere. I just need to be open. Yeah. You know, I, I, for some reason I'm finding myself like uh, a size, like a, you know, like the gays are sometimes size Queens. Like I'm like a, becoming a time queen sometimes. <laughs> more recently you know what does where, that mean what does that mean like the size queen is like when oh you're yeah gay, i know size, size queen of, you know oh yeah a member yeah, and yeah, then yeah. time queen is like more time is more sobriety like more <laughs> more wisdom you know and i found oh, myself got you, got you, got you. time queen you know when i when i rewind what i remember is like oh i was legit being a time queen being like all those 40 plus people in here like yeah you know and it's like 
listen, there's wisdom from everyone. You know, why why am I singling out these these people? You know, like why am I putting them on a pedestal or whatever? You know, that um, is hysterical okay <laughs> jumping in that is yeah. so funny when you were like time queen i didn't know if that meant the longer they shared the more they had or they were more there they were more wrong or i didn't know but <laughs> mama knows what a size queen is okay um and this is what i love is this is one place where you and i we meet right like the can't be wrong the false humility i love it that's how I was, I mean, I walked in, but I didn't even try and hide it at four months sober. I thought I knew what was best for everyone. I was following people mm-hmm. out of the rooms going, you know what you should do about this, you know? I didn't even know enough to know that I should try and hide it. And mm-hmm. then it got to the point where everything I thought I knew was upended and so on. And then also I remember sitting in a room and feeling like I knew everything, like I do in every single meeting that I'm in. Um, more than anyone else in that room. And mm. this girl with like six months said the most profound thing I'd ever heard. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, there's so much to learn when I'm open. So one of my meetings literally says the, um, set aside prayer help me set aside everything i think i know about blah 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 blah, which i love and i don't actually think it's a prayer that's in the big book as far as i know no and i don't know what it's where its origin came from but then again like the step two prayer is not really we ask god and then here's the step two prayer like it is like with the step Mm -hmm. three prayer was like you know here's the step three prayer you know Mm -hmm. um but I do love the essence of this, you know, continuing to stay open and setting aside everything I think. Um, and how how can I do that in everyday living? You know, I think part of me is in that space of like, no, this is ha- especially me. I'm like the rigid, you know, rigid, <laughs> you know, like, no, this is how we've done it. So why change it? It works, you know, mm. Um and so it's that constant reminder and this, you know, continue, continually practicing being fluid, um, which is kind of uncomfortable for me over time. Hell yeah, that's uncomfortable. Hell yeah, that's uncomfortable. I want to be a queen that knows everything and can trust my judgment and all my experiences instead of always being on loose terra firma which I'm not, there's some sort of terra firma in never having terra firma, right? So it's like, get comfortable being uncomfortable is the way to be comfortable. And I did one of our episodes today, shout out to one of our favorite listeners, won't even name, but I received like a two paragraph text after one of our episodes last week. Love this queen. And I immediately call and try and give all my solutions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> and I even now have the wherewithal to say, like, take what you want and throw out the rest. I have no care or concern if you, you know, go with what I say or don't go with what I say. Um, but I do. Oh, and another another person called me this week and it was almost like hearing myself before I went to ACA, Sam, because mm-hmm. this is what I've noticed about people with trauma 
in the rooms with really long-term sobriety who don't do what you're talking about, which is be humble and look to see where they might still be wrong is, and this is what I was doing. So shade to me. Um, I kept having these loops of experiences and I would get very defensive if anyone challenged me on it. Mm -hmm. And someone reached out to me this week and anytime I tried to, I would, and I, I always asked, do you want my experience, strength and hope with a friend before I give any mm -hmm. feedback? Um, and when I would, they would go, no, I'm doing so much better than I was before. And I'm like, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> like no one's saying you're not doing better. You mm -hmm. we're talking about this situation and you ask and. We're talking about experience, strength, and hope in this situation. And they're just like, no, but I rarely ever do this. And it's like, wait, no one's judging you, honey. It was just so interesting to hear somebody with so much time and and recognize the loop. And when I was talking about this, the growth I've had in ACA, they kept saying, yeah, no, this is just my personality. It's just my personality. I mean, I mean, and I was um, like, okay, personal reality. I wish... It's a different program. But anyway, I, I almost think it's like, could they all be combined to just all get redirected to ACA? You know, because I found so much, so much relief and connection. Um, yeah. From the tools in that program, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's the beauty of it is that if you're open, it's exactly what you're talking about in this episode. If you're open mm -hmm. and willing, you will seek it and it will be mm -hmm. there for you. But no way should everybody just be directed to it because it's only going to work on those people who are seeking it. Yeah, true. I just think I know better. Anyway, the, the thing that's coming up <laughs> is this humility piece, right? Is that I think like it all boils down to two words for me is where's God? You know, and I love playing the role of God, thinking I know best versus me being um, related to a higher power and connected to one. Mm -hmm. There's like, a, for me, that that's like the clear distinction. I just, um, I pulled this up because this was the reading, the Daily Reflections today. I frequently ask God to help me understand how I separated myself from him fill in the words that make sense for you. But th for me, it's a separation from myself, mm -hmm. right? Where am I disconnected, disassociated, thinking it's outside or somewhere mm -hmm. else? Mm -hmm. uh, and that, because it's from within, right? It's the wisdom. It's, I keep going back to that fortune cooking thing you did with, you know, within, mm -hmm. within me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we have everything we need within us, but it doesn't mean we should not keep seeking. It's like this perpetual conundrum. Are you ready for me to blow your mind? I'm ready. I'm here. Okay, I heard this, and it was of the New York Times TikTok. Um, no, just it was TikTok. Um <laughs> When you hear me say New York Times is on B TikTok. When you hear me say I heard this in the New York Times, what that is translates to is TikTok. Um <laughs> This guy said this. I don't okay, I'm just gonna say it. You tell me. He said 
that when, okay, so when you dream, Sam, you have all these characters, right, in your dream. Does that ring true? So, okay, so when I dream, me, Sam, I have uh, characters in my dream. Okay, when I remember my dreams, yes. yes, there are definitely different things happening in there. Okay, great, great. The different things that are happening, do you know that those are all you in your mind? Um, so I, I'm glad you're saying this because I remember hearing this somewhere, not on the TikTok or the <laughs> New York Times, but it's very, very fascinating, this idea. <laughs> I, so do you just to take a back step do you so i don't remember i vaguely remember dreams i know i dream but it's very rare that i remember it do you remember dreams no i'm in the same camp as you very rarely yeah. now i have done times in my life where i've made a concentrated effort to have the pen and the paper and everything right then and there and do it mm. immediately when i wake up and when I go to sleep at night, you know, being diligent about remembering the dreams and doing mm. that as a mantra. And yeah, that has worked during those times, but it's a lot of work. And I usually just go, whatever, I'll remember whatever I'm supposed to remember. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I actually, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm just, when this guy said this, I did have a sense of I'm the person I know on a certain level, I'm the person of the character of all these characters that are in my dreams. Mm -hmm. I know that it's a scene. I'm somehow a part of each one, right? Mm -hmm. And they were saying, okay, now do this on a bigger scale. Someone is above you doing that. Like, that's what we all are. And put in those terms, it really does this thing of, we are all one. We are all one. We are all one. We are this God that is seeing itself in different forms because it can't experience any contrast without being in these different forms. Okay. So I am wondering, is this the same thing? Like everyone is a mirror and is really just yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Like every relationship I have is a relationship with myself. Is that the same? Yeah. Yeah. And right? that you're calling every relationship. Call, call your sponsor. Call, call you sponsor. sponsor. Call you sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.